Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. The story of the Old Hundredth begins in the Swiss city of Geneva, where many of the residents have spoken French instead of German over the centuries. In 1536, John Calvin arrived there to help with the Reformation. He knew that one of the best ways to waken the hearts of the people was to get them singing songs of faith. But Calvin's severity and zeal quickly gained the attention and disapproval of the rulers and the people and before he could implement any of his plans, he was banished. Not long after, Calvin became the pastor of a little flock of Protestant refugees in Strasbourg, France. There, all the German Protestants had taken up singing the hymns that Luther and his friends had written for them. Calvin took some of the German tunes, set them to metered psalms in French, and printed them in a thin psalter for his congregation. Though he liked the tunes, Calvin didn't want the Luther hymn lyrics. He was very suspicious of these songs because he felt that it was too easy to smuggle false doctrines into the heart by way of pretty phrases of poetry. He believed it wisest to sing the songs God had given the church found in the Bible, psalms especially. He was convinced these were the best songs to sing because they were true and quite as beautiful as any man made him. After some time, Calvin was recalled to Geneva from Strasbourg. But one of Calvin's conditions was that he should be able to implement his method of singing psalms in the church. They agreed, and Calvin began working on a larger psalm book with some new versifications of the psalms and some new tunes by an excellent French musician named Louise Bourgeois. Bourgeois composed the tune we know as 
Old Hundredth to fit the meter of Psalm 134 in Calvin's Psalter. The Geneva Psalm book was printed in 1551. But if Calvin originally paired this tune, the Old Hundredth, with Psalm 134, how did it come to be associated with Psalm 100? Well, during Calvin's day, Switzerland and England were far apart indeed, but news traveled fast, and Calvin's doctrines and doings at Geneva soon became well known in London. Over time, the English Protestants had come to look to Calvin, rather than Luther, as their model. So, when they began to design and plan their times of worship, they looked toward Geneva. It wasn't long before they were singing metrical psalms in church following Calvin's model. But just then, the boy king Edward VI died, and the Roman Catholic Queen Mary came to the throne, and many of the Protestants fled the country. A small group of these refugees ended up in Geneva to be under the wing of Calvin. They formed an English church there with a Scotchman John Knox as one of her pastors. The little English group was deeply moved by the way Calvin's great congregation in the old cathedral, with their little psalm books in their own hands, raised their voices praising God in their own French tongue. They were struck by the beautiful melodies carrying the words and the fervor of the singing. The English exiles felt that they had finally found the simple biblical worship that they had been longing for. They already had a few psalms set to meter from back home, and now they began to labor diligently to prepare an English psalm book with tunes in it, just like Calvin's. The hardest part of the project was finding tunes because the meters that the Genevan church were singing were not a good fit for English for the most part. There was one tune, however, that was immediately received and employed by the English congregation. It was the tune that Bourgeois had set to the 134th psalm in French. found it to be very beautiful and easy to sing. So, William Keith, a Scotchman, 
who had fled the bloody reign of Mary and joined the English group in Geneva, attempted to put the tune to use in the English Psalter. He chose Psalm 100 to be set to the tune, and the first words that took shape were, All people that on earth do dwell. And so Bourgeois's tune and Keith's rendering of Psalm 100 were married in a union so close that it is impossible to think of one without the other. Queen Mary's reign was happily short, and the exiles soon returned from Geneva to England. A complete edition of the English Psalter was published in London in 1562. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.